0: This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. In John 14th chapter, 27th verse, he said, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Father, we thank you for your word. We ask for the help of the Holy Spirit, that revelation, knowledge, and understanding would be released to us today. Lead and guide us into truths that are needful and necessary uh, for our lives to glorify you. And we declare to you be the honor and the glory and the praise forever and ever and ever. And if you can agree, say amen. amen. All right, now Jesus, it, this is a gift, supernatural peace. The Bible talks about a place that passes Uh, natural understanding. There's a super, there's a miraculous measure. Now how many of you know the Lord didn't say, He said, listen, I'm going to give you some peace. He said, I'm going to give you my peace. My peace. That's pretty outstanding. Uh, And it's not a natural peace because the world gives, uh, peace by definition in the world is the absence of trouble the absence of trouble. I won't have any peace until I have the absence of trouble. Well, Jesus again in John the 16th chapter uh, over uh, in the 33rd verse, He said, I've told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace and confidence. Because in the world, everybody say in me, me. I have peace. peace. Say "In in Jesus, I have peace. All right. Now, in the world, and here's the contrast. He said, you're, you, have, you have tribulation and trials and distress and frustration or troubles. All right. So, in the world, uh, the, their peace only is when there's no temptation, trouble, trials, tr- you know, uh, distress, frustrations, then we have peace. <laughs> you don't have to go very far, just look in the mirror. Because we're in the world, but remember, we're not of the world. So when we're, when we're uh, not overcoming the world, and that's what he said, be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. Well, how? By peace. With a supernatural, miraculous measure and a supernatural supplying of peace. He, overcome, he overcame the world. And he gave that same overcoming peace to us. Same miracle measure, same supernatural supply. As much as you need. As much as is necessary. Come on now. All right? Now, oh, so if I'm... And he directly said that he said, you don't let your heart be troubled. So who lets our heart? Who allows the trouble to get in our heart and agitate us and distress us and to cause us to be dismayed? Who allows that? Well, it's the devil. Listen. Listen. You are to resist the devil. Jesus resisted the devil by destroying his works. Trouble came. Jesus said, he comes, but do you not have anything in me? There's peace in me. The kingdom's in me. There's righteousness, peace, and joy. I know what's right, therefore I have peace, and I'm going to walk in the joy, the strength of that knowing and understanding. You missed that, but maybe you'll catch up later on. All right. Uh, we're, we're just so used to missing uh, that we think that's normal. So distracted. You stay distracted, you're going to be distraught. You understand? Right. Amen. Amen. We love you, but uh, it's time to focus and pay attention. Amen. Praise God. And, and to come and get something to work it into your life. Now, there's a reason why we're preaching on peace here. And not any kind of peace like the world gives. Because you've been praying that God would fix the world. And God's all about fixing you. And you'll overcome the world. It won't be the world that needs fixing. When you're fixed, you'll overcome any. All right, let's move on. God's peace is for the trouble, for overcoming the trouble. All right? Now, Jesus said, for these things have I spoken to you. So there is a correlation and a direct relation, Jesus says, I said these things to you, which we know these things would be absolutely the truth, the truth they needed to know. Remember, he didn't tell them everything. He just said, I'm going to tell you what you need to know. When there's, there's some things that you don't need to know right now, but when the Holy Ghost comes, he's going to give you as you need to know what you need to know. It knows everything and don't know nothing. Amen. Relationship says, I only, need what I, I only need to know what I need to know. Amen. Because I know the one who knows it all. Hallelujah. How many of you know, if God doesn't want you to know, it's the world's best kept secret, honey. I mean, you just ain't going to know. I don't understand. He goes, well, here, have some peace that passes understanding. You don't need to know. Just trust me. Lord, have mercy. I'll go over here and preach a while. Anyhow. These things, I've spoken to you, so there is a spoken peace. Psalms 85. Now let me just pull things out of the air. Let's find out if the scriptures validate that. Psalms 85 verse 8, it says, I will listen with expectancy to what God the Lord will say, for he will speak peace to his people to His saints, those who are in right standing with Him, but let them not turn again to self-confident folly. It's folly, are you listening, uh, to just run off thinking that we know when we don't. Well, here's the measure. You know, if in all you're thinking it through and praying it through, you know, and here's what a lot of praying is. We're not praying, we're worrying. We're fretting. We're troubled, so we're going to trouble God with our trouble until God does something with the trouble. And God says, I'm going to speak peace to you. I don't want peace. I want you to fix the trouble. God says, I want to fix you. You're really the trouble. I need to fix you. Shama, 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 God. Oh, shama, shama. It's easier for you to change the whole world than change me. Moving right along here. Oh, there's a miraculous measure and a supernatural supply, but you've got to know how God does things. Amen. Because you can't claim to know God if we don't know how God does things. Praise God. Psalms 29. Did you get it? It is folly. It is a folly. It's a, the Bible talks about a fool and his folly. It is folly. Are you listening? to presume to tell God and instruct God in what He should do? Who is there that's wise enough that can tell God what to do? I've tried it. Let me tell you. Alright? That will get you fixed. (laughs) Adjusted. Amen. And not in a bad way. It's just, you know, you're still in your trouble. I need to read another verse. Scripture, <laughs> Psalms twenty nine. Now, here's the thing. Now, listen, you listen. Don't harden your heart today. If you hear His voice, this stuff keep bouncing off of you, and you keep just doing what you're doing. You know, I mean, you're going to boil until the meat fall off, the flesh falls off the bone, till you get to the place, and I get to the place, and I've been at the place, and I'm at the place, and stuff, Just tell me what I need to do. To never be here again. Not in this trouble. There's plenty of trouble, but I don't want this kind. Uh No more. Everybody say, no more. Oh, my goodness. 29 and 11 uh, says this. The Lord will give unyielding and impenetrable strength to his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. Uh, Look at what? Of peace, the miracle measure. Did Jesus bless us? He blessed us saying, my peace, I'm giving it to you. I'm giving you this peace. It's a gift. It's part of our eternal inheritance. In him. Amen. Well, he says that peace, when when we're in peace, there's an impenetrable and unyielding strength. Mm-hmm. All right. Proverbs three and seventeen. It it talks about the man who gets understanding, drawing it forth from God's word and from life's experiences. Let me read that, verse thirteen. Happy, blessed, fortunate, and enviable is the man who finds skillful and godly wisdom. So finding is the end result of a searching for. We just skip over this stuff somehow, religiously. You know, fa la la find, find. He, knock-knocks, open-open, you know, seek-seek, find-find. Listen, he says finding, you know. You know, dear God, I, I, I tell Sandy sometimes, quit scratching in that bag. What in the world? I don't even dare stick my hand in it. I can't find you're gonna really be mad. Wow. Ooh. Anyhow. <laughs> Lord a treasure in the anyhow. You know, I can't find it. And if it are you listening? A diligently seeking, if you have to have it, you're gonna find it. You're gonna bring that measure to the finding. Cindy tells me about my man look. She goes, go in there and look. It's right in there. And I'll go in, you know, I don't see it. She goes, that's because you give it a man look. And then you go in there, and of course you, and you hear the same thing. You know, scratching, digging, you know, right in the nest type thing. And then all of a sudden, see, I told you it was there. And I say, well, it wasn't there when I looked. is the one who finds skillful and godly wisdom and the man who gets understanding, drawing it forth from God's word. So you need to know where to look. Godly wisdom. Are you listening? Godly wisdom. I said there's a wisdom in this world that comes to nothing but godly wisdom. It's first peaceable. Amen. That's New Testament. But anyway... uh, it says the gaining of it is better than the gaining of silver and gold. The profit of it better than fine gold. It, there's an argument in the church, you know, I got to do this, you know, I, I got to pay my bills, all this other kind of stuff. You need believe God gets your life arranged around the right priorities. There is nothing more profitable for your life than the word of God. And the reason why, listen, sometimes we're not increasing and profiting, having an excess, are you listening, beyond the cost, all right, Are you hearing? We're producing an excess, a profit is excess, amen, Uh, is because we're doing unprofitable things. We're putting unprofitable things, measures on our life. When God says there's nothing more profitable than the searching for diligent wisdom, for the gaining of godly wisdom, amen, He says there's nothing more precious than that. Nothing more valuable, nothing more precious. And until that becomes a revelation, life will go on as it goes on. Everything Pastor Sandy said plus some more. All right. Now, it goes down here. It talks about length of days, nothing you could wish for It'd be compared to gaining a wisdom. Her highways, verse 17, are are highways, her ways are highways of pleasantness. And all her paths are peace. So God... Listen, an all-wise God guides us, and all his paths are peace. Now, let's see this in action and practical application. Lord, we've got to hurry. Always in a hurry. Time runs us. We don't run time. That's at the issue. You only have enough time on this earth to do the will of God. And we spend it wisely. We spend it foolishly. But there comes a day when our time is up. See, and we need, to, we need to have a would in us while we have a could in front of us. Are you listening? Well, we're going to come to a place where we, you know, uh, where we wish that we should have when we could have, but we wouldn't, so now we can't. <laughs> Cancer comes. And you skipped every, every Wednesday, every you know, uh, every opportunity that you would have already had all the bricks to build the house of healing and instead of, and had practice, are you listening? And know every square inch that when it comes, are you listening, knocking out your door, the security system's in place, the camera is there, all that kind of stuff. Say, well, you're not from God, get. And it gets. Because the house is secure and strong. How many uh, Christians that get to a place and wish they had to pay detention? Because they don't have enough now. They don't know now. You'll hear it. I mean, you know, we've buried lots of folks, you know. Well, if it's the Lord's will, and the devil will say, oh, yes, it is. You got it now. You know, my cancer. Now we're owning stuff that we don't have any business fooling with i got to move right along. All his passage Exodus, practical application. The only way that this is going to work is if you work it into your life. We're supposed to... This is a working word, all right? Uh, here, let me give you the context of this, 14 and 14. Uh, it says, the Lord will fight for you, and you shall hold your peace and remain at rest. Now, let me give you the context of this, all right? God had taken Israel out of Egypt... And as far as they were concerned, you know, they marched out. And it's like, it's over. It's done. We are. God has won. You know, we're on our way. And, uh, and then this crazy idea comes for this crazy guy, Moses. He says, turn them around. <laughs> turn them around and I want them to go this way. And God put them between the proverbial rock, literally, and the hard place. And uh, no problem. But then at the same time, uh, it says that, uh, that God hardened Pharaoh's heart and the Egyptians' heart. Now listen, their heart was already hard. Are you listening? God didn't do it. He knew Uh, The devil's just stubborn and stupid. (laughs) He still thinks he can win. Isn't that right? (laughs) Uh, Anyhow. Uh, But uh, the Egyptians basically, Pharaoh said, they said, what have we done? We let our slave labor go free. We need to go get them back. So off he went. And God told Moses, he said, Now Pharaoh's going to, you know, the devil's going to come get, get them back. And here's what I'm going to, he said, But I'm going to put my glory on display. And then the Egyptians will know that I am God. You know, the thought occurred to me that, uh, uh, this week that, uh, See, we're here to display the glory of God. That's our purpose in life, to be a display. Our lives to demons, our man, a manifestation and a demonstration of the glory of God. Are you listening? Well, you know uh, they followed God on up, and here's the, here's the thing. You, this statement by uh, in the New Testament about uh, they said now who sinned? The blind man said who sinned? The 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 man, his parents. How is how, why is this like it is? And the answer was this. Sometimes you just, listen, let me give you the divine why. All right, And this is what we need to say. This is what Jesus said in the face of that. He said, uh, he said, neither and that's none of your business. He said this is for the glory of God. This is going to be a display of the glory of God. Now what was the glory of God? Jesus said... Jesus came up to the blind man and said, you know, poor blind man, here, here's three pennies. That'll help you. Do you need me to buy you another beggar's coat? That one looks tattered. How about a new cup? How about a new stick? That wasn't what he did. He said, this is for the glory of God. And he opened his eyes. He brought a miraculous measure and a supernatural supply. So my suggestion is, uh, for my own life, I don't care what it is I'm looking at, this is for the glory of God. This is going to be a display of the glory of God because I'm going to hold on, are you listening, and stand and, and hold my peace up in the middle. Hallelujah. I'm going to stay with it till I get it. Everybody say, stay with it till I get it. We need to draw a circle around it. The glory of God is you get healed, you get whole, you get delivered, you get... Oh my goodness. My, 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 my. Quit talking the trouble. And talk the triumph. Call the end from the beginning. What's wrong with you? Honey, you asked the wrong question. Let me tell you what's right with me. I am in the middle of a manifestation and I'm going to be a demonstration of the glory of God. Well, you don't look too good. You don't know what good is, honey. I'm better than I've ever been. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Well, you'd be lying. No, the wisdom that's from God is without hypocrisy. The thing of it is, I can say what the truth is and not relate to the fa- in relation to the facts, because I know the truth is always going to triumph over the facts. I am tapping into a miraculous measure and a supernatural supplying of God. You can try to put it on me, but honey, there ain't nothing in me that will let that get on me or stay on me for very long. There's something on the inside about to throw off something that's on the outside. See, when they were following God, He put them in a position that there was no way except God's way. Now, why would God do that? To display His glory so the Egyptians that are participating and spectating would know He is God. Only God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, but from the upside, it was a setup. For salvation. A miraculous measure and a supernatural supply. Now the, now they're between they're surrounded by three sides with circumstances that are impossible. They can't move. It's impossible. And then the enemy comes up behind of them. So there's no way. But it was a setup for salvation. Now, they thought it was for their destruction, but God knew it was for their salvation. See, it says they were sore afraid. They were in a do or die, and they took the die route. Because death was in them. So all they could do was talk about dying. Oh, we're going to die. Oh, we're going to die. Oh, we're going to die. Have you get sick of hearing that line? Oh, you're going to die. What, with a scratched finger? Yeah, you're going to die. No, I'm not ever going to die. Are you listening? I already died. He who believes in me shall not die, but live. Hallelujah. I'm alive, alive. You can, listen, you might attack my body. It's trying to die, but I'm going to tell it to live. And if it do die, resurrection will be better. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God time to a different measure of saying out of a different measure of believing. But see, God knew that their greatest fear, and, and God will deal with fear, see, because fear is an access. Fear is how the devil gets in on you? Fear is how the devil holds you. Fear is is bondage. The Bible says bondage. It's bondage. Fear is bondage. Are you listening? See, their greatest fear is Pharaoh will come after us and and he'll get us and he'll and and we're not and and he knew that they would if God didn't deal all the way with Pharaoh. Everybody say all the way. If God don't deal all the way with your enemies then we'll live in fear. We're forced to go back into slavery at best and be killed at worst. We'll die. And see, God understood that the devil would rather kill you than live without you. The devil will come back to get you. He understands that the enemy won't leave you alone until that's why Jesus said, I came, I didn't come to make a deal with the devil. No, 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 you can see that. Uh, the devil said, I'll offer this. Jesus said, no deal. He said, well, I'm gonna do this. He devil And Jesus said, no deal. Deal. and he said listen all you got to do, the, and are you listening and Jesus said no deal because here's the thing somebody gonna live and somebody gonna die ain't enough room on this planet for two of us you understand I came to get them back and you ain't gonna have them and if I ever get them in my hand I double dog dare you to take them out oh come on now Are you listening? God's kind of like this. He said, I rolled up my sleeve and I took a hold of them and I brought them out and I said, come on, come on, come on, come on. You want some more of this? You come on. You want them? Come on. Because they're in my hand. I got them held. The Bible says, glory be to God. I mean, there's a conversation going on here. They said, We're going to die. Moses said, Shut up. Listen, hold your peace. Hold on to your peace. You remain at rest. God will finish what God started. And when the job is done, you'll see that it's been well done. See, God knows the devil wants you back and he'll come after you to enslave you and force you to serve him again. But God will deal absolutely totally with the fears. God will turn us around and make us face the fear so he can make you and I absolutely fearless because he'll demonstrate how loved we are. Love rolled up his sleeve. Love said, I got you. And then Moses cried out. Listen, Moses is a type of the Word. I, listen, when I'm in a situation, I'm going to cry out of the Word. God, this is you. This is what you said. I'm living in your words. And now listen, God said, why are you crying to me? Act on what you believe. Do what I told you. Take the authority of the word I gave you. I told you go down there. I told you tell them I'm coming to get them. I told you I'm going to bring them out. I told you. Now stretch that thing out over in front of you. God, there's a, there, you don't understand, there's water. God says stretch it out. <laughs> Put the word on it. Put what I said and put what I'm saying right now. Put some word on it, honey. Stretch your faith. Stretch it out. Stretch it out over the impossibility that you're facing right now. Put the word, the authority that I gave you to use my word. Stretch your faith. Put it out on top of the impossibility and you're going to see a miraculous measure. You're going to know a supernatural supply like you ain't never known. And oh, by the way, while you're doing that, God was speaking and God was moving. Whenever God hears His word, whenever Somebody will stretch out whenever somebody will face the fear and the impossibility with the possibilities of God God got on the move oh God moved from out in front of them to back behind of them and God stood up in the middle of them and he said you don't you dare and God said you better dare don't you dare you better dare don't you dare you better dare oh I'm pr- preaching myself happy today. <laughs> all night long, baby, it was all night long, all night long. yeah baby, it was all night strong. It said God stood between them all night. listen now, psalm. 13 Because I've been right where I'm standing right now in this middle of this word, up in the middle of a move of God. Hallelujah. And and my heart cry, uh, crying out to God, deep to deep. I mean, God, I don't understand, but I trust you. God, I, I just I don't understand. I thought how it was gonna be, but it ain't that way. And Lord, it looks worse now. (laughs) I mean, I came in to pray one morning. God says, Psalm 13. You can do that for your homework. But it starts out with, how long? (laughs) How long? And it ends with, but I trust you, God. But I trust you, God. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. What's one more night? When you've been waiting 400 years, what's one more night? When, when this has been 400 years in the making, what's one more night with God? But you got to hold your peace. You got to, you got to stay in peace. You got to. Are you listening? You got to realize, I have supernatural supply of peace while my miraculous measure of His love is at work. Isn't that what Moses said? He said, you're going to see God work for you today. God is going to work for you today. See, the Lord spoke this. He said, son, he said, you need to understand. He said, you asked me for a maximum measure. You're, I'm not a minimum guy. Uh, I, 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 I'm done with medium. I, I'm in the maximum. I want to walk in fullness. I want the fullness. Are you listening? He said, you need to understand that when you ask for the maximum measure, and you dare to pray the prayer no more. Uh, I don't want no more. I don't want to see this enemy no more. I prayed a never again prayer. Oh, come on now. I believe God can bring you out and keep you out. God can do a never again. There's some things of the works of the devil I want destroyed forever. See, when you dare to get up in that kind of a prayer, then you're going to find yourself in these kinds of of a situations. But you need to understand this is not for your destruction. This is for your uttermost salvation. For them that come to him in this way, he is able to save them to the uttermost. When you pray uttermost prayer, honey... Ah, uh, when you pray a never again and no more prayer where the devil is concerned, you gotta be willing to walk with God and you gotta be willing to you're gonna he's gonna do it with a miraculous measure and a supernatural supplying that you ain't never are you listening? Seen before. I like the promise he said the one you're seeing this day, you will see no more again forever. My, my 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 my. Oh, we gotta go. We're already past the time. But you know, uh, what's one more night when you're held in the hand of God? See, I believe this that this today, God is moving between you and your enemy. His work God is working His word for you his will and his way and he's making a way in the in the face of no way and it is because he's going to get himself some glory Amen. i mean he is going to everybody watching and everybody involved he's going to know god is god that was god god is god i'm going to get my i'm going to get some glory god said Amen. now listen not just any kind of glory Finishing glory. How many of you got some things you know good and well God started. He started. He sowed a seed in your life. He put a promise in your heart. You've been standing and standing and believing and walking through it and walking in it and, and believing God and here you are right up to the brink and all of a sudden it just looks worse than it did I mean you started seeing God move and, 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 and here we go and it's like this is it this is it, this is it, hey hallelujah, victory and then all of a sudden it just looks like Amen. but God's in it I'm telling you God's still in it he wants you to still stay in it, stay with it in him, let him finish it his way Amen. because destroy the work of the devil by destroying the devil Hallelujah. Can you feel this? Can you sense this? Does this register on the truth meter in your life? I'm telling you today, today, God's speaking peace. An impenetrable, uncompromising, unwavering peace in in you. Amen. The world will say, you know what? It's a crapshoot you never do know. It's like for you it is, but when I know the one that knows and he has spoken peace to my heart, just go all the way with me. Just just be willing to go all the way with me. Amen. Now what that way was, all night long God had to blow the wind. Are you listening? The breath of his nostril, the Bible says. Just, And I believe that's what it was. I believe God just went, had it with you, Jack. I'm going to finish you, dub, dub, dodo bird. Amen. And it says God discomfited them. In the morning. Everybody say in the morning. morning. It might look dark right now, but in the morning. Morning's coming. One translation says it came to pass in the morning light. That God discomfited, God discomfited uh, uh, Pharaoh's camp. What did it? He, he he defeated them, and here's how he defeated them. He frustrated their plans. He confused them. They didn't know enough, but to follow God too. Are <laughs> right, you listening? While we're walking through to salvation, are you listening? The devil's following us through, and it's his destruction. And when they got up in the middle, here's Moses on the other side. Here come all the children. You know, by like that, Moses still got his, his stick out there. The Word's still on it. Amen. The Word's still working. The Word's still on it. We're still stretching. Amen. Hallelujah. Because we ain't done yet. Huh? Are you hearing? So they came all the way through, and then there came that moment, and here's what happened. Uh just before God spoke the word again to Moses and, and gave him another instruction, it says the Egyptians got down in there and God was making it really hard on them. I mean, the wheels were coming off. It was, and, they, and, they, and in the middle they said, God is fighting for them and God is fighting against us. God is fighting for them and He's fighting against us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Did you know that that wasn't just for them? It was for a message that was being sent to the people on the other side of the Jordan. They said, we heard about what happened at the Red Sea. How God fought for you. And that means he's fighting against us. Come on now. But they were just as much a fool where that was concerned. Uh, there came the order, and he said, now stretch out your hand over the waters and tell them to get back in line. And boy, I mean, it came crashing back in on top of the devil's head. That's right. That's right. That's right. And then to quote Pastor Sandy, Miriam got a tambourine, and they all did their happy dance. <laughs> Sandy goes, how'd that do Yes, I said, the part I liked the most was the happy dance. <laughs> and she goes, you know, she goes, I really... I'm looking forward to when I can really run and jump and do all that. I said, you ain't never going to do it in them shoes. This is as good as it's ever going to get. In four-inch platforms, honey, you better not run and jump. You just better do your little happy dance like this. But how many of you know there's a happy dance for you and me? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And literally, the Bible says God is sitting there waiting and watching and He is waiting until the last enemy is put underneath your feet. And how He knows He's all the way underneath your feet, honey, you are doing a happy dance on the devil's head. Glory be to God. Do you get anything out of this today? Sometimes, are you listening? Listen, sometimes this is how he does. He just speaks out of the strengthening holy spirit, peace and strength into you when you understand, because we'll get in situations where I don't understand. I thought it was, but it ain't." And God says, "I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet." Pasine and I were in some things, and the Lord said this what she said. She said, "I don't know, but the Lord just told me He said, "Am I done yet?" No, no, no. Amen. All we saw was the stubborn, stupid devil made it easy for us. Well, there's only one way, and that'll be God's way. Amen. All right, Lord, we thank you. We bless your people with peace, supernatural supplying of the peace of God to finish this thing, to finish. Come out on the other side victorious, totally triumphant, Lord, just like the scripture says, the Bible says, when they saw the great work, everybody say the great work, aren't we the greater works people? Aren't we the people that believe in a great God who can do great things? Well, these are the kinds of things. When we sin and say, this will be for the glory of God. God, my life, let it display your greatness, your goodness, your glory. God, I don't understand, uh, you know, uh, why I got to be in this type of a situation. But I accept my assignment. There are going to be people for my life down in here. The Egyptians are going to see. You are God, they're going to know you are God. They're going to know. get on the right side. Don't be fighting against God. Get God, get on to where God's fighting for you. Oh hallelujah. Amen. Glory be to God. The Bible says that there is a foolishness that's in preaching, but it says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel, that's right, Pastor. That's right. because it is the power of God. It is the power of God For those of us that will believe You know there's some only believe places There's some only believe God it don't look good God it don't feel good God it don't I don't see any way But you know what? God's always got a way God's got a way He's going to make a way for His word to be fulfilled Whatever He has to do he will supersede. The supernatural supersedes the naturals. Amen. In the naturals, it don't look good. But theres we're not limited to that. God's not limited to that. Amen. All you got to do is say, I don't know. I don't understand. But here's what I do know you said. This is your word. You'll recover all. Bless God is this is this all? no that ain't all mm-hmm. no are you listening recover all recover all but I'm going to have to stretch and bleed for the all not some all not a pen all not a minimum all not a medium all just a maximum there's the all that's the all hallelujah God, you get all the glory. Yeah. Say this with me. Let, listen, I, I, I feel led of God to do this. Because, because when the word comes, we have to give God room to work that word. Absolutely. Work that word. Amen. Now, he, he gave Moses an interesting uh, thing. He said, tell the people to move forward. You don't understand. We can't. We're we're surrounded. What did God say? Make a move. Just make a move. He said, don't look to the right or that. You can't go that way. I want you to move forward. I'm sure when God told them, uh, that that Moses said, "Get up on the water's edge here. Everyone, get up here. Get up here. Get up on the water's edge. Get up on the water's edge. Get up here on the edge. Get out here on the edge." Take the risk of faith and get out on the edge Come with on. me. Get on the edge of what God's doing. Get yeah. t- get all the way up in it. Hallelujah! I don't know if it was that way for like it was for the uh, children of Israel. God told them in, in Jordan. He said, "Tell them, preacher boy, stick the toe in. Come on. Well, it ain't until they get in it. It ain't until they're all the way in it that I'm going to open up the way. Come on now. Come on. Are you listening?" So you have to move forward. So if this has ministered anything to you today, I'm going to command you in the name of Jesus. Don't stay stuck. Don't stay surrounded. I'm going to command you in Jesus' name. Move forward. Show God you're believing. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word.